0: It's the Thursday, no huddle this week with Andy Olson, Robert Rosenthal from IlliniBoard.com here at Memorial Stadium recording right after the Illini get the big win over Chattanooga. 31-0 the final. And Robert, getting your just immediate thoughts from this one. It's the way that this game should have gone. And Illinois pretty much
1: played it to perfection. Yeah, I think it's even beyond the way this game should have gone. We've seen these games go differently. Uh, and this is a plucky little team that, you know, Kentucky won 10 games last year. Mm-hmm. Chattanooga went there and lost 28-23. You know, they've become a pretty good program. They're, you know, highly ranked in the FCS. They're, you know, on the level of some of the lower level, you know, teams in the in the Division One or FBS. Uh, and to dominate like this, the yards, the complete defensive shutdown, you know, I – If this was a better opponent, I think Illinois would have won, and people would be talking about this game of saying, wait a second, like this is no touchdowns given up at home? Like I don't care who you play, that's significant.
0: Yeah, well, let's start to break this one down. And the second day of fall, it was the first fall day of this season. Cold temperatures, uh, a good crowd still coming out considering the Thursday night aspect, considering the weather. And like you mentioned, the defense shows up. Gabe Akis gets his first started outside linebacker with Ezekiel Holmes out for the season. Gets a sack for uh, his, his work as well. There, Quan Martin with an interception, Keith Randolph with an interception that I'm sure everyone on the defense will give him a little bit of crap over Mm -hmm. after the fumbled and then gave it back to the mocks. But man, the defense, like you already mentioned, is the place to start with no touchdowns allowed at home this season. And this is the type of defense that maybe we expected at the end of last year. Mm -hmm. But with so many guys moving on, it almost catches you by surprise how much they're still playing
1: like that team last year with so many new faces. Yeah, to add, I mean, you know, guys that you just didn't know what you're going to get. Taz Nicholson. You know, what's he going to look like as a sophomore starting at corner for the first time? What are you going to get from, you know, you need more than just two linebackers in, in Barnes and and Hart. What are you going to get from Isaac What What is Darkangelo going to look like with this defense? What do you have, you know, you lost Rod Perry. Is Calvin Avery ready? Every one of these questions is answered with absolutely, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, like, it's it's amazing how even just, you know, we've been talking each after each game and we've been doing this thing of saying, like, okay, look, Virginia might be bad, maybe Wyoming wasn't, maybe, Indi- you know, after four games of this, after giving up nine total points at home in three games, you kind of have to start to say, like, I don't know if, you know, yes, a better opponent's going to do more, but a shutout and 100 and whatever yards like this, this is significantly a step forward. So it's 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 hard to put, it's hard to frame it. It's hard to put it and say like, yeah, I think this team could beat Iowa here. I think this team could beat Minnesota here. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's really bringing up all those questions. About a buck 50 in yardage
0: allowed. Over 500 yards gained for the Illini in this one. And this was really the first time that we saw that passing game with Tommy DeVito. Throwing to your Pat Bryant, your Isaiah Williams, just getting the ball, moving it downfield. Today was the first time that we really saw that. And if it's a sign of things to come, it's a completely different look to the Illini team that
1: we saw just a season ago, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I recorded a thing for the website like immediately after the game where I was just going through a list of, look, we didn't expect Tommy DeVito to be this good through four games. We didn't expect Pat Bryant to be this good as a sophomore, maybe in the future, but as a sophomore, you know, and you just start listing them and there's five, six, seven guys. Oh, you didn't expect that. Didn't really expect that. (laughs) Didn't expect that, you know, as, as you get that from each guy, it goes beyond, hey, Illinois beat an FCS team at home. And when you look at the individual individual performances, you really have to start to think, like, man, this team really did make strides in the offseason, and they have taken a step forward. It's, it's incredible. I mean, you know, you and I stood on the field at Indiana talking at 1.30 in the morning or whatever, and we talked about how, like, okay, how do we, you know, like – this was really, really close. Will they come to regret this? Well, you know, this team could so easily be 4-0 right now and really starting to make some some national noise.
0: But 3-1 and one is still, I think, when we looked at it at the beginning of the season, in my mind, 3-1 and one was still a mark where that's a really good start to the season. 4-0 would have been an unbelievable start there, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. getting national attention because, mm-hmm. you know, winning four games in a row is never easy at the college level. Mm-hmm. But sitting where we are now, 3-1, and one. we're looking at it, still a really good start. And you think about it, one drive away from being 4-0, and, and this team is way
1: succeeding any expectations that, you know, I could have reasonably put out there at the beginning of the year. And then you look at what's ahead. Yeah. You know, there were ranked teams on the schedule. Michigan State fell out of the rankings after last week. Wisconsin fell out of the rankings after losing to Washington State. As of right now, at this moment, there's one ranked opponent on the schedule, and that's Michigan. And so if you look at it that way, I mean, maybe Minnesota will be ranked by the Mm -hmm. time they come in, and maybe Iowa will get it together or whatever. But as you look at it right now, you have one ranked opponent on the entire schedule. And, you know, Nebraska has fallen apart. Northwestern looks horrible. Like You start to look at this. Purdue has lost these two games. You know, how many wins are possible for this team? This is what this kind of a shutout home performance, take care of business performance. These are the question it brings up as you look at the rest of the season. How big do you think it was having those
0: 12 days to recover after those first three weeks? You don't need, I would say, 12 days to prepare for an FCS opponent. If you're an FBS team, a power five team like Illinois, but because you have those 12 days coming out of a bye, a Thursday game coming out of a bye, you also give yourself nine days to get ready for Wisconsin. How big is that? How do you think that will pay dividends?
1: You know, Coach Bielman has also mentioned that Wisconsin has a night game against Ohio State. Sure. And a lot of times that with that, you're, you kind of lose your Sunday because it's then a travel day mm-hmm. or you're, you're flying back at 2 in the morning or whatever you're doing. Um, and so, you know, some of this is, you know, not only does this allow Illinois more preparation, just like Chattanooga, who didn't have much time. That, that's really important. Those kind of things really matter when it comes to setting up for the next game, game planning, getting your system, teaching your scout team guys how to run the other team's offense so that you can run against it. You know, all that kind of stuff. You know, takes a lot of input. So yeah, it is. Is it is an advantage. And look, there's going to be storylines. Brett Biela returns to Wisconsin. You know, there's he left for Arkansas. The, You know when he walks on the field will they boo all these you know all these storylines and everything else but this is developing into a storyline of you know if he if he walks in there and beats wisconsin if they lose this next game to ohio state and then were to lose to illinois to what be two and three or whatever on the season that would be a significant storyline so yeah there is a lot now hinging on that and then you look past that Iowa is struggling they come in minnesota comes back and illinois beat them last year there is a lot on the horizon for this team right now.
0: You know, I have said this before, but the way that my brain works with some of the, trying to figure out if a team's going to win, who's going to win, I try and break it down in percentages. And you know, every team has a certain percentage chance, a good chance, a not as great chance to win games. Coming into the season, I thought that there were two games where Illinois had a bad chance in my mind. So I don't know what the percentage would be, very low at Wisconsin and at Michigan. But like you mentioned, that at Wisconsin certainly becomes winnable now after this 3-1 and start to the season and the way that they're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for every reason that you said, that one could be very, very interesting. And uh, we will be looking forward to that one next week. I do want to get your thoughts on, quickly, this game against Chattanooga, a standout performer, because... There are so many to choose from. Akis yeah. getting that first start, the, yeah. the law firm of Newton and Randolph as well, the secondary yeah. play. So we haven't even mentioned. I haven't mentioned an offensive player yet, Bryant, right. Williams, right. DeVito. Right. Chase Brown is Chase Brown. What is one that sticks out to you after this game? Well,
1: to me, it has to be Pat Bryant. I mean, yes, that 80-yard touchdown was brought back, and so he would have been pushing 200 yards receiving if there wasn't that holding call, which was, you know, when they showed it, let's just say the fans in the stands weren't the happiest <laughs> with what that call was, uh, taking the touchdown away. But, I mean, in that first quarter, they just kept going to him. Uh, Chattanooga sold out and said, look, we're not going to let Chase Brown beat us. Go ahead and beat us through the air. And, you know, that one drive, and they had three Pat Bryant catches. He's suddenly 60 yards in the first few minutes of the game. And it's, wait, if Illinois has a... Kind of a taller receiver that's a threat along with Isaiah Williams as the slot guy that changes the dynamics of this offense. So to have two receivers go over 100 yards, to have Pat Bryant have the game that he had even with the the, the thing you know the touchdown being taken away, that adds a different dimension to this offense. You know we came into the season talking about Chase Brown, talking about Isaiah Williams. Look, Illinois has their le- leading receiver and leading to tailback returning. That's significant, but to add another weapon there in Pat Bryant has fully emerged as the number two receiver? Well, now that's something else. That's you can't, you know, shade the safety toward Isaiah Williams. You have to pay attention to everybody, and that just opens things up for Chase Brown. It's a very significant development. So I think, you know, for for even with the touchdown taken away, I, I think this was a, a Pat Brown coming out party. Chase Brown still had a hundred yards too. Right. It's not, it's not like yes. Chase
0: Brown had a bad day yes. at all. So it really, yeah. everything clicking on all cylinders for for Illinois. So. We were talking about the ramifications on the full season for Illinois out of this game. I want to ask you a question about is it an overreaction after this game to say Illinois now has that outside chance to throw their weight around, dare I say compete, in the Big Ten West this year?
1: After the Indiana game, I would have called you insane. (laughs) You know, I would have said, hey, you know, if you presented me this scenario, like, hey, we're going to be standing on the field Thursday night after the Chattanooga game, and we're going to be discussing is Illinois competing in the Big Ten West? I was like, whoa, what? Mm-hmm. Tell me what happens these <laughs> next two weeks that, that convinces you to that. But it's not that crazy. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, I look at a lot of the advanced statistics, and every one of you know, one of them had Illinois as, like, the 39th best team in the country this week and the 47th best team. Like, the statistics are saying, wait, this is – this is a decent offense that can get gain big yards on the ground, and the defense has been really good. And, you know, all of those metrics compare it to the strength of schedule. Even if you're playing a bad team, you're expected to do this. Well, if you do this, then that's probably significant. And all of those are starting to trend toward being really, really good. So it's just, you know, I saw one today that Illinois has a better chance to win seven games than five games this year now, and, and it's like, You know, I'm shaking my head like, you know, (laughs) wait, this is the year we were talking about like everybody left on defense and there's a new offense and the offense was was really bad last year. And, you know, what are we talking about? But it's all starting to come into frame that it's with the way the Big Ten West looks and one ranked team on the schedule. It does start to frame up like that, that this is a team that could compete. Well, we have to wait and see. Like I said
0: I'm not trying to say that it's an overreaction, but Mm -hmm. some some nice reaction there from from Mm -hmm. yourself. Uh, Personally, I I would have thought that Illinois going to a bowl game would have been a really, really good year. And now Mm -hmm. it seems like, I don't want to say it's a certainty, but it certainly seems like they're trending in that direction. And to be honest, fans and ourselves in the media should look at possibly anything above that as icing on the cake
1: for this season. I I think definitely. I mean – Look, we have seen plenty of five and seven seasons in Champaign every time they get right to the edge of qualifying for that bowl game. it's And again, you know, this was the main thing I wrote in my season preview is the last time Illinois got better, like had a significant get better year like last year and then got even better was in the 80s, like (laughs) 88, 89. The last time Illinois had a, you know, Illinois has won two games and then four games and then six games. You know, they did that under Lovey. You know, two to four, people weren't happy with that four-win season in 2018. You know, th- this, this is last year the fan base was encouraged. And every time the fan base has been encouraged by a season, it's a step back the next year for the last 30-plus years. <laughs> so if this is what you're talking about, it's a significant step forward in 2021 and then maybe even a bigger step forward in 2022 that is really, really significant because it hasn't been seen around here since John McEvig.
0: Happy about this game?
1: uh as an Illini fan I am I'm, I'm still kind of reeling in my head you know I have I, I I've, I've told people like I've set all these alarms like if you get too excited <laughs> this is what should happen yeah. and it'll calm you down and just make sure you don't do this you know look we were standing after the Indiana game like oh this is so Illinois you know to be right uh-huh. there and you just oh, need yeah. one more stop and you give up a 75 yard drive for the winning touchdown with 30 seconds left but You know, the the way this team has performed, nine points in three games at home, it's, it's hard to deny that this is a significantly good defense and it may make it a lot of noise in the Big Ten West.
0: I'm not trying to, to tease you or inflate you or anything <laughs> like that, but we are talking about a pretty good Illinois performance to get them to 3-1 on the season. Uh, Robert, thanks so much for your time, as always, you on the it. Sunday No Huddle. This was a fun one, and uh, we will see you again next week talking about
1: the Wisconsin game. You got it. Thanks.